How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Now, it's time for Mark and Kitchen. Call the show at 401-737-1287. Southern New England Sports Original. 1037. WEEI. All right, welcome into the Mark and Kitchen Show. Mark Dondero, Ben Kitchen with you. Kitch, good morning. How are you? I'm good, Mark. How are you? I'm great. A lot to talk about. A lot going on this week. I'm excited about the football game tomorrow night. I'm excited about what I saw from the Patriots in week one. Uh, more on that in a minute. But, well, I'm going to give it to you first. I want to see where you want to go and what you want to open up with here. Give me your opening take after a very eventful week here in Boston. Very eventful week, but I, I want to start with the Patriots. We'll get to the Red Sox and High and Bloom in a few, but I, I want to start with the Patriots. It's always, Mark, I've said this once. I've said this a thousand times. It's always great to come out of week one with a moral victory. Not a real victory, but a moral victory. Best way to start the season. Love it. Ridiculous. Well, okay. So here's my, so I'm glad. And here's the sad part. I can't, I kind of believe it was a moral victory. Exactly. Listen, <laughs> I hear what you're saying. Okay. And I'm with you. The moral victory thing. It's tired. I'm, I'm with you. But when you're an average team, I do believe in a moral victory occasionally. Now, if yeah. you continue to string together moral victories, it, it runs out of its, it, the luster runs out. You can't keep doing that. You might be good for one or two, you got, depending on you where You get one they a are. season. One a season. One a season. I'll give you. That's right. But when you're an average team and you haven't played in the preseason and you're playing one of the best teams on paper in the league and you look the way they looked, I think a moral victory in that specific spot is acceptable. In that specific spot and in that specific spot only. Um, again, if they have the same thing happen on Sunday night where they're in position to sort of win the game for lack of a better, you know, to win the game and they can't get it done. Well, then the moral mm -hmm. victory thing is out the door. And all of a sudden it's a trend that you're not a winner. That that's what yep. happens. But for one moment, one game, I'll give you moral victory, especially based on the expectations coming off of last year, coming out of the preseason where we really didn't know what to expect and going against the team. Now we learned a little bit more on Thursday night. Um, you know, their defense is in hole. Their defense was losing. They had 
they were down players. I get that, all that, but I I do think the moral victory thing for the Patriots for this game for that game against the Eagles is acceptable and applicable for one game. You have to come out and do it again. And the first thing I'll say, you know, there's a lot of things that we can touch on in terms of that game and where they're going and the game coming up. The the, the first thing, one of the highlights to me, and I hate to be negative about it because I like the way Mac Jones looked, but once again, the question is, can he win? Is he a winner? Can he find that it, whatever, however cliche it is, that it factor that at the end of the game, he can get it done. Now, I did think the Patriots were going to win at the end of the game. My feeling, my gut feeling, was that they were going to win it. You know, unlike the end of the – how I felt last season for most of the season, if not all of the season, about the Celtics late in close games where it was like, where is it going to go well, wrong? Just keep, just keep it to the Patriots. Yeah. Relatively close games last season, you're like, they're not winning. Right. They no, can't close I, it out. They don't know how to do it. Or they don't know how to execute and make the play offensively late to, to get it done. I felt like maybe it was me being a fool, but I felt like in that spot, I felt like they were going to win the game. They didn't. And I won't feel the same way if they continue to lose those types of games. But overall, I do think it was a positive. I do think it looked like a real offense. And I'm going to say this too, Kitch. And I, you mm-hmm. know, I, I, I hate to say it because it doesn't sound good and nobody likes to toot their own horn, but whatever. This show... Our show, we have said for a long time exactly now what everyone's saying. We talked about if you give him the help, he can do it. We have talked about Mac Jones being almost equivalent to Jalen Hurts if he has the help, or Tua if he has the help. We've talked about well, we've talked about you either tank or you load up because you can be. I, I even mentioned Brock Purdy. I said if Mac mm-hmm. Jones was on the Niners and he, you know, he was trying to be Brock Purdy, you don't think he could be? I do. And I think this was a little example on Sunday. If you give him a little help, there he is with the Eagles. Now, we don't know how good the Eagles are going to be this year, but there he was toe-to-toe with Jalen Hurts. He played better than Jalen Hurts in that game. Mac Jones played better than Jalen Hurts For in that stretches, game. For stretches, yeah. No, no, no. For the game. He was better than Jalen Hurts. Uh, I don't care what – Bad pick. What? pretty bad pick at the beginning of the game and then short throws at the end of the game. Like it it wasn't, listen, we we feel a little bit better about Mac Jones. He was fine for the most part. In no way did he jump off the page. He made a couple of nice throws, but he also made some really bad throws. He was average in the game. He wasn't good. People were like, no, Mac Jones was good in that game. No, he wasn't really good. He was average. He wasn't bad. He did some nice things, but the point is if he had some better guys to throw to might look a lot better. If you take him and put him in San Francisco, if San Francisco did the right thing and drafted him when they had the opportunity to do it, I, I think he'd look fine right now because he'd have guys like Brandon Ayuk to throw to and Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey out of the backfield. He'd have plenty of guys that are incredibly talented guys to throw to. He doesn't have that here. And, and that's a problem with how they've designed and developed and built this team. Um, I, I'll still give him a shot. I don't love him, but I don't think he's bad, but he was not. You should not come out of that game and be going, oh, I feel really good about Mac. I I don't feel really good about Mac, but I don't think you need to. I think you're being over um, protective of your point. 
Mac Jones was better than Jalen Hurts in that game. End of discussion. He was better. Okay. Hurts had a stupid fumble at the end of that game. He made some yeah, bad decisions. So, he made so dumb. Questionable throws. Jones, like you said, I agree. He didn't jump off the page. I wasn't doing, you know, I wasn't running through the streets swinging my shirt in the air because I'm just saying I didn't know what to expect. And he made some throws. He made some throws under pressure. He made some throws down the field. He made a clutch throw late that, you know, should have been a completion. That, that wasn't on Mac Jones, booty not getting his face. It was a tough play. It was a tough catch. He made the plays. Now, he didn't win the game, so I'm not going to give him that much credit. But he made enough plays for me to say he was better than Jalen Hurts, especially after the first. I mean, and that interception was bad, but it still hit the receiver in the hands. I mean, it was bad, but, you know, I, I don't know what to tell you. Matt, yeah, I, thought, he, I mean, he had, he had a fair amount of errant throws, and especially when you needed it most. When you needed it most, he wasn't good. Yeah, I, and he said it. I mean, look, he got the ball twice with a chance to win the game and couldn't win the game. Not good. Not good. So, at home, you know, big spot. Yeah, you've been playing well. That's what you have to do in that situation, win the game, and he couldn't. So we're not going to celebrate Mac Jones to the umpteenth degree. But I do think, and again, it's short-lived. If they go out there and do anything other than – the only, the only way that moral victory means something, Kitch, is if they go out there Sunday night, build yep. off of what they did, and win. Then yep. the moral victory means something because it was like, hey, that was sort of the ground floor for what we were going to get this year. And now look where they are. They outscored a good offense in the Dolphins. They got a big win in the division. They're tied for the division lead or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that would be how that moral victory that we all don't want to talk about means something. If you follow it up with a big performance offensively and a win against Miami. If anything else happens, well, then it was just another example of how you can't get it done. So yeah. that that's accurate. Really, that's how you accurately assess a moral victory, or you know, figure out where your team's at after a moral victory. It's got to happen right now, right in this spot against a good team, against a team you've struggled against, and a quarterback you struggled against. Yeah, you, especially considering now the division looks like it's kind of opening up for you. Um, Bills did not look very good, and they lost to the Jets and the Jets lost their starting quarterback that everyone was saying, Hey, that's going to be, you know, they're now a double digit win team. They're going to leapfrog the Patriots and probably put the Patriots in fourth in division. So now the division is kind of opening up. There's a path now forming for you, for the Patriots to kind of maybe sneak into the playoffs. I don't think the Jets are going to be any good uh, with Zach Wilson. You know, I think they'll be about what they were last year. Six, seven, maybe they can get to eight wins. But I don't think they're going to end up better than you. Because now I look at those two Jets games and go, those are both winnable games for the Patriots where I didn't think that before. Yeah. So now things are starting to look a little bit better for you within your own division. Yeah, but part of the problem here is, though, Ben, and I hate to say it, and it's going to sound ugly, Bill Belichick is a detriment to this team. And they're hmm. going to be fighting some of the negative things that he has been bringing to this team to this point. I disagree with going for the fourth down call 
or, or going for it on fourth down when they were down nine with nine minutes to go. I disagree with that. I disagree with not going out and getting a DeAndre Hopkins and some of these guys that could have been on the field at the end of the game to help make plays when you need it. When you have to have those plays made, those guys weren't out there to make the plays. I just think this, I love Bill Belichick and I have the utmost respect for him because you have to say that and I do. It's true. It's He's in the our greatest contracts. of all time. He's just not the greatest of all time anymore. And I think no. you could, you know, he loves it and all these, he still wants to do it. I do think he is in ways at inopportune times occasionally a detriment to the team. I, I don't know well, how else to say well, I, it, man. Let, let me ask you this question, Mark, because I was thinking about this this week. You know, we talked about the, you know, fourth downs and everything like that, going for it, not going for it. What are you doing here? Kick it, don't kick it. When's the last time, and we used to see this often, but when's the last time you can remember seeing in a game the Belichick situational genius? Oh, years. That, that's... It's been a long time. We still see it occasionally when it comes to, like, scheming pregame and all that kind of stuff. But within the game, we used to get these moments a couple times a season where you saw this, you saw the genius of Belichick at work in the moment, whether it's, you know, snapping it off the upright, um, not calling a timeout in the Super Bowl, you know, and letting the Seahawks do their thing. You used to see this kind of stuff all the time. I haven't seen it in a couple of years now. And, and the last time I thought about truly the, the quote-unquote Belichick genius was probably that um, the Patriots-Bills game in the rain, in the monsoon. And that was yeah. game plan genius, but that wasn't situational in-game genius. I haven't seen that from Bill in years now. I mean, listen, I, last year was a disaster. It set the organization back. It set Mac Jones back. Then in the first game this year, I mean, all the talk – I mean, listen – and everybody's made this point, but I'm going to just highlight it again. All the talk about DeAndre Hopkins. That was, the that was probably, that was one of the main storylines of the offseason, of the, of the preseason slash offseason, whether the Patriots were going to get DeAndre Hopkins. It was one of them. And in the first game, you have a chance to go down the field and win it. You would have been down there. You would have been And the guy who maybe is on the field because you didn't get DeAndre Hopkins fails to get his foot down, and we all have a glaring example right in our face of, hey, this guy didn't make the play that the, the guy we talked about all offseason probably could have made. I mean, you feel like if there's one play DeAndre Hopkins still could make, it was that one. Maybe he's not going to run past everyone. Maybe he's not going to take the top off. The, but he would have the hands and the feet to make that catch still yeah. at his – and he couldn't do it. Booty couldn't do it. I'm not blaming him per se, even though I, you know, get your day. You know, you should always try to get the feet down. Even in college, they should be doing that. I don't know why they don't embrace that. Whatever. I don't but, know why the rule's different for college. Yeah. I mean, or high school. get the that's feet down. Stupid. You get the feet down in college. You get two feet down. That's one foot. You know, just get them down. Whatever. Um, when I watched it, I, I honestly, this is what I thought was going through his head. Like, he thought he had that first foot down when he caught the ball, even though it was already up. That, that's what I thought. He's, he thought he already fine. had one down. But regardless, uh, you know, shouldn't have been out there. Shouldn't have been in that position. Like, I, I need something that's going to inspire me involving Bill Belichick. I, I just feel like the team is still undisciplined. They still commit stupid penalties. I mean, Captain Dietrich-wise, and people have given me a hard time 
on Twitter for Dietrich. I still think he's undisciplined. I still don't understand the infatuation. I, I think he's okay. I think he's got a good motor, but beyond that, I don't really know what he does. That's all that he's good. Not a, all that. He's not a game breaker. No, he's, he's okay. No. He, he's got heart. He's got a good motor. Other than that, I think more often than not, I'm getting mad because he makes stupid penalties or he's trying, you know, doing that thing where he's trying hard after the whistle because he didn't do enough during the play, you know? <laughs> so he ends up getting a penalty. Um, so I, I just... You know, there's still the undisciplined thing. There's still a lack of execution in the in the key moments and, and some questionable calls. And if you're going to be, you know, on the lower end in terms of talent, though all those things matter. And those little things matter. And I just feel like that's going to be – I mean, then you look at what Mac Jones was acting like last year, and you're like, is that – was he right all along? Even though he shouldn't have been acting that way, was he right? So – you know, I don't know. Um, it's a tough spot. But when we get back, I'm going to tell you exact. I'm going to tell you one thing that I'm tired of. I'm absolutely tired of it. And we're going to get to that and a few more things. Red Sox. Uh, we got to look ahead to this Dolphins game and what we expect and how we think the Patriots will come out. A huge game, as we just illustrated, coming off of the game that they just played against the Philadelphia Eagles. 401-777-1037 is the phone number. 401-777-1037. It's the Mark and Kitchen Show. Let's get a trending with Devo. We'll be right back. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. <laughs> 